0: Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet that nitpicks everything that happens in the wrestling world, but in a nice way, most of the time.
1: I'm i am going to say that we're not the only
0: ones to do that. Sure. Most of the other places get a little me. We, we try to keep it nice. I
1: don't know. Define nice before I get too in-depth here. because um, I, I, I don't think...
0: Yeah, I, I don't think we've ever said, uh, it's stupid, um, or... I guess I did say they should feel bad about the Bobby Lashley-Lana thing, so I don't know. That's District what I said of most bad, of the time. The bad storyline, because it's a bad thing to do. Most of the time. Anyways, I well, am Officer Mark District Smart, Attorney. and I'm joined by my partner in crime, Fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going That's on, me? man? How are you? Oh, I'm. I'm.
1: Your your Conrad impersonation's getting pretty good.
0: Yeah. Funny. I haven't had a chance to even listen to Conrad in the last week, so. Isn't it
1: the worst when you don't have time? Yeah. To, I mean, there's been so much wrestling that there's not time
0: for wrestling. Isn't that wonderful
1: and yeah, terrible? It's,
0: at it's the time. It's 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 a great problem to have, I guess. But anyways. So, uh, just to introduce people to the concept, if you haven't listened before, uh, every episode we go over the air quotes crimes in professional wrestling over the last week, or sometimes the last 40 years. Um, We try to keep it lighthearted and mostly positive, hence the intro, um, because there's already a lot of negativity in uh, the wrestling world, and we would rather highlight the good stuff most of the time, then nitpick over the bad stuff. But um, this episode's gonna be a little bit different because we've got NXT Takeover and Survivor Series this weekend, so uh, we're gonna do predictions for those instead of a couple crimes at the end. But, cool. uh, but at that point, I think we just kind of get straight into it. I think Da Fabe went first last week, so it's my turn this week for Subscribe. crime number one. Crime number one. WWE is being charged with pulling out all the stops with the invasion of NXT and finally beating AEW in the ring. Just not in the key demos that they're hoping. Yeah, I so, mean, uh,
1: good job to them to get 80-year-olds to tune in.
0: Yeah, and that's the deal, is like, I mean, in the end, here, here's the deal, we're, we're applauding them, because they did finally beat AEW in the ratings, and that's a big deal for NXT to finally uh, pull ahead in the ratings. I don't think it's going to last. Um, NXT was by far the better show this week, overall, but it was the better show due to storylines and stuff that they won't have next, you know? Yeah, and... and- well, I, I, I mean, here's the
1: deal. At the end of the day, at some point, Chris Jericho is gonna have to not be able to pop a little, drink a little bit of the bubbly after a match because it. it I mean, he's gonna have these. He's gonna lose the title, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's really gonna elevate several of the other people that we've been so desiring to see in AEW. Um, and, and, I'm, and, and and I don't fault them for still having the title on Jericho. I no, really don't.
0: No, you and I both said when they put the title on Jericho, he should have a fairly long run, not yeah. necessarily uh, C M Punk long, but no, but months, but better, least.
1: but yeah, anything would be better than than he 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 shouldn't have a uh, uh, Mankind or Mick Foley run that's too
0: short but so in the end and and I do also want to point out that even though I agree NXT was the better show top to bottom uh AEW had some phenomenal matches AEW had some some great segments I was really impressed with the Brit Baker Hikaru Shida match um that was one that they they pulled out and I I'm really excited for Hikaru Shida I I, I hope they treat her well I think she's phenomenal in the ring um, and and Britt Baker actually performed at a higher level than she has recently in that match, um, and so so I I did like that. But but in the end, the matches that they put on on NXT overall and the storylines they put on were a better show. Um, yeah, well, but it, even though the, I
1: I really want to say the overarching storyline is undeveloped every year and we talked about that a little bit
0: and that's my uh, point is next week when they no longer have the Survivor Series invasion storyline going on because you know they're just gonna forget about it next week it's not something that continues after Survivor Series Uh, it doesn't matter who wins Survivor Series we're not gonna hear anything about it again for about 11 months Correct. and then they're gonna bring it up again but in the end uh, NXT got uh, about 916,000 people watching it, and AEW got 893,000. Now, keeping in mind that uh, Nielsen Rating's uh, margin of error is about 10%, in reality, that really means that they were, they're were they basically neck and neck. There's neck
1: and neck as they come, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: But the key demographics are the ones to to really look at. And the the overall demographic, 18 to 49, uh, NXT got uh, 0.30, AEW got a 0.39. So AEW won that key demographic. Um, And if you go to even the better demographic, the one that most people really would focus on, the 18 to 34, uh, NXT got a 0.19. And AEW got a .33, so AEW, darn double near up. double, on the 18 yeah. to 34 demo. Um well, and you know, also uh, about the only one that NXT beat them on is the 18 to 49 female demographic was slightly higher for NXT, um, which can make sense. NXT does have the more developed female roster, and everything. Um, and then the 50 plus demographic, uh, uh, NXT is a 0.40 50 plus and AEW is a 0.29. But Um, your, your 50 plus audience as a whole
1: is the audience that was the 18 to 18 to 34 in wrestling, in wrestling's television heyday. Um, I'm not gonna say this is the heyday. I, I would, I would absolutely say, in terms of quality, uh, we actually get better matches now than we got back then. We had better storylines back then. Um, but in so that that audience is the one that still maybe tuning into Raw on occasion. They're still maybe tuning into SmackDown on occasion, um, and they're going, oh, there's an invasion, oh. And let's be honest about this. Monday Night Football's kind of been garbage recently, mm-hmm. um, and so Raw's going up against a weaker, weaker television um, competitor this season. And NXT is getting exposure on Raw right now. Um, it was a lot of luck that came together for NXT to win that.
0: Yeah, well, and a lot of luck, and and just a lot of like like I say, I mean they had to bring in literally the big gun. Um, yeah. you know, yeah, I mean, having Becky Lynch wrestled on NXT. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Seth Rollins, who they think is their superstar, wrestled on NXT. You yeah, know? the number two guy in the company behind Roman. So yeah. So, I mean, they really had to pull out all the punches. And, and they pulled them out hard. Like you said, Becky Lynch wrestled. Uh, they had the Revival wrestle. They had uh, Seth Rollins, as I mentioned. I, I think uh, I don't have the... I should pull up the full card. um, Because I, I don't have the full card for NXT uh, results done. But I think, if I remember correctly, there were, there were eight matches. And five of them uh, featured Raw or SmackDown superstars in them. Uh, yeah. and, and that's, that really says a lot about what they had to do to, uh, to get it's this good. win
1: yeah.
0: is, is literally bring the big dogs into the room. Now it was super fun to see Rhea Ripley versus, uh, uh you know, Becky, Becky Lynch, the man in there, uh, regardless of the fact that it didn't, uh, go to a clean finish, a double disqualification. It still was fun to watch. Uh, yeah. Ricochet versus Matt Riddle. I know you're not a Matt Riddle fan, but that still is a fun match to watch. That's, that's a good match. I, the, My Matt Riddle disdain really
1: is storyline-based, not uh, not wrestling-based. The guy has that. Uh, for yeah,
0: sure. Yeah, Undisputed Era versus The Revival, as I mentioned. Phenomenal match. Uh, one of the few matches that didn't feature a, a Quote unquote main roster star Kaylee Ray versus Dakota Kai, uh, but still a great match overall. If you asked
1: Maso Champa, that match actually featured only main roster stars,
0: yeah. Yeah, Champa would say that, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, there was a cool moment, uh, during that or after it, I guess, uh, when uh, Team NXT, Team Ron, Team SmackDown of the Women, uh, got involved and uh, and they they um they had this moment where uh, uh, you had uh, Kyrie uh, saying in the ring, and she looked over at her former NXT tag partner Io Shirai, and keeping in mind when they were tag partners in NXT, they were both faces, and now separately, they are both heels. Uh, but they kind of looked across at each other, and and it was kind of a cool little moment of oh. <laughs> like recognition, but do I hate you? But I'm a bad guy and you're a bad guy, so maybe I, I don't hate you. And then yeah. uh, the latter match Adam Cole versus Dominic Dijakovic, which huh, those are good performers. So, I mean, it, it was a good performance overall. Who, and, was
1: the fir- who was the first name you said there?
0: Oh, uh, yep. I'm sorry. I forgot. I didn't use his full legal given name right. Adam Cole Bebe. There we go. Thank you. I just, I was abbreviating it for brevity. But you said Dominic Dijakovic. Yes. Okay, fair enough. Because that's his stupid given. (laughs) I really wanted to say Donovan Dijak because that's his real name and no one can ever convince me otherwise. Well, that's definitely the better performing name. But, but in the long, in the grand scheme of things, it was still a great show, and AEW did a lot of great things, and I enjoyed AEW. And I'm uh, more excited for next week's AEW than I am for next week's NXT, mostly because I know next week's AEW will have uh, a lot of interesting storyline matches, and next week's NXT will be kind of a clean slate. You know, let's forget all about the Survivor Series. And, and go back to the same old, same old sort of a thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, if, if we take into account and this is without looking at the cards for the last three or four weeks. What storylines can we know are going to occur between? We'll even give it the extra pay per view, so we won't give it just till the next till the next pay per view, which I think is TLC. Is that right? Uh, yes, I think so. So it's either TLC or Extreme Rules, which are pretty similar. But um, so if we give it two pay per views from the end of Survivor Series. To uh, Royal Rumble, um, which again doesn't is more of a building pay-per-view than it is a um, completion pay-per-view, but we can do some some completed storylines. The existing storylines we have will be Adam Cole versus whomever maybe knocks him off. I don't think that's going to happen at Survivor Series, but we've got we definitely have Adam Cole. Um, Tommaso Champa, Adam Cole Finn Balor, something there right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have Becky Charlotte who are still bitching at each other on the regular basis so that's probably going to happen again I would assume before Royal Rumble or because of Royal Rumble um I don't really see a whole lot of other stories I don't know that they can carry the Daniel Bryan versus uh, Fiend thing out very far um Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Um, I don't think you can. I certainly don't think you can carry out Ray versus Brock that long uh, without having it be Kane Velasquez again versus Brock or something. I, I just don't see a whole lot of extra gains there. You know, like I I don't see other 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 storylines being developed that that either haven't already been told. Because sure, uh, Ray versus Brock could easily. Monday becomes Seth versus Brock again mm-hmm. um, you know it, it's just kind of boring right now I, I have to agree you look past survivor series and you go they have to build a ton of storylines before a a physical assault pay-per-view one that is about how you
0: how you injure other people where they're gonna to talk about how to injure other people well, and so much of that comes down to we've talked about WWE's lack of long-term booking for a long time, and and that's a perfect example of it. Like the problem with these themed pay-per-views are you find yourself having to shoehorn a tables match into a storyline for no real of yeah. reason. You know, tables matches used to come out of of the storyline. Really, know? they came so, out of the Dudleys. Well, yeah, but it still was storyline-based. It was so-and-so, and so-and-so were fighting the Dudleys, and it would eventually come to the play- point where the only way they could settle it was with a tables match. Whoever can put someone through a table first would win, right? It was yeah. the same thing with ladder matches. They always were a climax to a longer storyline, where it was, we can't settle this one on one in a ring without, you know, without the extra violence of a ladder match. Uh and the, and that's you know, I, I'll point out, uh the they had a ladder match on NXT today, uh yesterday. And it was a good ladder match. Adam Cole, Bay Bay versus Dominic Dijakovic. Uh but they did it it's a ladder match as a setup, match. Yeah. And yeah. and that's that's where I'm always a little bit like, eh, Ladder matches really should be a blow-off. so you got TLC coming up, and I guarantee you they're going to shoehorn a, a, a ladder match or a TLC match into the women's title picture, whether it's Bailey or, or Becky, right? And it's just going to be, you know, hey, you want a shot at this title? Well, let's make it a ladder match. And that'll be exactly how they say it.
1: Mm-hmm. Like... Are, is, is this something you're well-known for? No, oh, you've never done one of these before.
0: Yeah, you asked for a ladder match. Yeah.
1: And it was the, it's the same
0: thing with Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell used to be the blow-off to a major feud. Uh, yeah, where was, it was like, it, these people cannot settle it in any other way, so we have to lock them in a cage, and only one man exits. This has to be a big blow-off. And well, now it's... Oh, you it's know, time for Hell in a Cell, so we gotta have three different people challenge people to, to matches in Hell in a Cell.
1: Yeah, I mean, I remember Hell in a Cell matches that were six people. Why? Like, what, 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 what did that do for you? The idea behind Hell in a Cell for <clears throat> not just the first match... But the first two matches were, number one, I'll do any... The the first match was, you need to quit running away from me. HBK running from Undertaker. Mm -hmm. And the second one was Undertaker versus Mankind. I'll do anything to annihilate you. No, I'll do anything to annihilate you. Well, let's get locked into a cage that nobody can escape and annihilate each other. And then they both escaped and got up on top and threw each other off. Mm -hmm. At that moment, somehow means that we have
0: to do that every third one. Pretty much. Anyways, I I do want to get back, though, because we did get sidetracked on nitpicking the bad things about WWE, but I did want to... Point out. They started no, out. They are
1: elevating right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They this, this started out as praising them for uh, finally beating AEW in the ratings, but I just don't think it's gonna last. I think AEW is gonna bounce back next week. However, the other important thing I do want to point out. That means uh, that on Wednesday night, nearly two million people watched professional wrestling on a Wednesday night. That is that is huge. That is up by almost half a million from previous week, you know, all told. And that is huge. I mean, that's getting up there too. Wednesday night is getting almost as good of total viewership as Monday Night Raw, right? Mm -hmm. That's a big deal. Even though it's split between two companies and and competing, that still means almost 2 million people took a Wednesday, Wednesday night out to watch wrestling and that's huge um and I think it's only gonna get bigger and you know AEW um had a slight dip this week but it's it's only fitting for a, a dip to come the week after a, a major pay-per-view you know it happened True. so uh there's always a little bit of that and then you know NXT pulled out all the stops and did uh, that but it's still, it's a huge thing, and I wanted to to really praise them. And I guess that's all I really had for, for Crime 1. I just wanted to kind of talk about it and, and and give credit where credit is due. They put together a great show, and they got rewarded for it this week. Um, here's hoping they can figure out some way to continue to make it last.
1: Well, paying the, the audience at full sale would be a good start to that, because... That's part of why it's so easy to invest in the in NXT, is that is the best audience you will see.
0: Yes. The tough thing is it's the best audience in terms of individuals, but it's so small Yeah. Is that there is a an appearance uh, to it where when you turn on the TV and you see AEW and it appears to be a sold out arena, and then you flip over to NXT and it's uh, sold-out college auditorium, you know?
1: And, and I'll give you that, except for the fact that we've been to a live event together, um, and we know that there's ways to make things look sold out when they're not sold out. And Full sale is legitimately sold
0: out, and they're louder than Lincoln was. I I agree. That's why I said appears to, but that's that's still a vision thing. When someone someone turns on the TV and sees that, it's something that they're gonna think about. Now I also have seen pictures from this last AEW um, event, and it was pretty darn close to sold out. Like even harder that would surprise me.
1: They aren't going. Here's the the big thing is they aren't going to. um, They aren't going to. 20 and 30,000 person arenas. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they're being uh, smart
0: about
1: it. The arena we went to in Lincoln, uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, just so everybody knows where I are from Nebraska. Um, but the arena we went to in Lincoln holds 22,000 people. Um, and there were 10,000 there, 10 to 12,000 there. Um, the largest arena in Nebraska that would be indoors in Omaha holds, uh, what what does Quest or whatever it's called now hold? Thirty-three tops.
0: TD Ameritrade, I think it's about that. Thirty to maybe forty. Soon to be the Charles Schwab Center, but we didn't. Yeah,
1: we're not going to talk about business stuff. Uh uh-huh. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, thirty-ish, um, and that that competes rather solidly with most of your indoor arenas in the country that aren't giant domed football stadiums. So. I would venture to guess most places, they're selling 15,000 seats. Just get the arena that has 15,000 seats. Yeah. In the same area. that That's what makes more sense to me. Mm-hmm. Quit chasing the largest arena. Um, you know, you don't have to go to Barclays every time.
0: Well, um, and there's another side to it. If you book a slightly smaller arena, that then uh, means when you sell out, ticket demand is legitimately sold out. That creates an uh, opinion in the customer's mind of premium, right? Yeah. So the next time you come, they're going to think more like, oh, last time it sold out, I better get tickets. Whereas if you've got a 20,000 seat arena and you only sell 15,000 of those seats. Oh, if I'm available that night, I'll go. If I'm not, I'm it's fine. So. You know. Yeah,
1: and, and I agree with that. I mean, here, here's the deal. If you've got a 12,000-seat arena, which is still a big arena, I mean, it's not a small one by any means. Uh, that's what that's what Civic used to have in Omaha, the little one in Omaha. Mm-hmm. Um, 12,000 12 to 15,000. They'd sell that out every time they went to Omaha. Every single time and, and yeah, I'm talking about Podunk, Nebraska, or the small I'm talking about Nebraska. It's not the Podunk part of Nebraska, that's where I live. Um, but you know, the same goes for goes for let's say Kansas City or or well let's, let's go to New York. I mean, if you know you're gonna sell at fifteen thousand seats, why on earth would you go to MSG? Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't go to MSG or Barclays. You're going to try and find something smaller than that. Yeah. You know, um, if 15000 is really your number right now, it's okay to... I understand the Barclays is your thing. I understand MSG is your thing. But sometimes you just have to own the fact that, that you're not in the 90s anymore get a smaller arena and work back up to Barclays and MSG. I promise they won't be all that pissed off. They'll find another way to make their revenues. You know, cross yeah. the river, go go to a casino in Jersey City or and you know, somewhere in Jersey, move on with
0: life. Yeah. Well, $10 beers are one of the major ways they make their money back. So, yeah, you know.
1: So just and and I don't know how expensive those black sheets are, but you know,
0: there's an option there too. but anyways so well i think that uh finishes up with crime number one um and we will move on to crime number two in just a moment before we get into crime number two uh we have a surprise guest just suddenly show up uh he's Uh, been a guest on this podcast uh, a few times before both on the fantasy booking and then on last week's wrestling booking unit host of real talk radio justin leblanc's joining us
2: surprise surprise i am here i knocked at that door and you guys opened and it is a very special weekend what is going on guys
0: Not too much. We just uh, just did crime number one where we uh, talked about WWE actually beating AEW in the ratings for NXT yesterday, but not in all of the demos that they really want. to. So it was kind of a uh, double edged sword on that.
2: Exactly. Is that really a surprise, though?
0: No, I mean, it it's isn't.
2: Survivor Series weekend, it's War Games weekend, like, even Jericho, I'm sure you guys have mentioned it, even Jericho posted, guys, it's a marathon, uh, not a sprint, something along those lines. Yeah.
0: So, I, I mean, the simple fact is, uh, it took NXT bringing in most of the big stars of their main roster for a once-a-year event for NXT to beat AEW in the Wednesday night ratings. And I don't think it's gonna happen again next week. So it, interestingly enough, statistically
1: speaking, Jericho was actually more likely to watch NXT last night than <laughs> he was to watch AEW. <laughs> so I actually I missed
2: I I still have to catch up on AEWs. I got home late yesterday didn't catch it so apparently the main event was good so I'm looking forward to doing I'm just happy as a wrestling fan guys because NXT tonight was I say tonight because in the, I don't have the US network so I can't watch it live so I watch it on the
0: WWE network the night after and what a show yeah, it was a great show and it it was the better show. And we mentioned that. It was definitely the better show. Not to dog uh, AEW. I really enjoyed AEW. Uh but NXT was the better show. So it deserves to win. I agree. But um but I think it you know it's kind of like they won on this one special night and then next week I bet you it goes back to uh AEW winning. However, one of the things I was pointing out is we still got almost 2 million people watching wrestling on a Wednesday night. Yeah. And that is that is a huge thing. Regardless of who won between the two shows, it is still a huge thing that we had nearly 2 million people watching wrestling on a Wednesday.
1: Yeah, it's just flat out a win for, yeah. for all yeah. of wrestling.
0: And honestly, even if WWE beats AEW
2: next week or NXT beats AEW next week, Does it really matter? This is good. This means that WWE is changing it up because they have to. Yep. You know? So this is a good thing that's happening. Who's going to win the war? Does it really matter? We're
0: winning. The wrestling fans are winning. So I'm happy. But so on that note, we will move on to crime number two. Prime number two. Da Fabe, what you got for?
1: Well, I, I I was, I was on the negative side of things a little bit here. Um, Mine actually doesn't. I don't want to revolve around the upcoming Survivor Series and. And um, NXT TakeOver. And the primary reason is because we're going to do that close out. So one of the things I noticed recently um, that that's kind of become a frustration for me is as of late, the product that's being put out is better watched in highlight than it is in. In live mode and the reason I bring that up last year um, at evolution which was just before Survivor Series uh, we had what was the 2018 match of the year uh, in Charlotte versus Becky in the last woman standing match or last one standing I think is how they need to go with those now but um and it just popped up in my feed, and so the highlights are the stronger entertainment than the actual story and tuning in live. And I think what the telltale signs of a very good television show, and that's what they are, they're television shows, are the week to week I need to tune in and watch live, or week to week I need to DVR it and watch it on my schedule, however it may be. And we aren't really getting that um, because the storylines suffer as much as they do. And we talked a little bit in the last crime about the storylines post uh, Survivor Series, how there's very few of them developed. Um, so it's so enjoyable to go back and watch the great matches that we had even if they weren't great storylines because that's all we're getting is we're getting some great matches intermixed with some not so good matches and not the best storytelling in the world i will give props to a to to nxt for create helping there be a better storyline but we're still working on
0: better storylines agree I agree so. what and just in general, the storytelling in matches um, can be a little lacking. Especially WWE's got a a method to their uh, matches that it isn't conducive to like real storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they they've basically got a formula where do this, then this, then this, then this, and then the finish. You know, um, right. and and not saying AEW's got it figured out because they by far don't. But, um, to, to go to, before AEW, uh, you watch, uh, Okada versus Omega, one, two, or three, or all three of them, and they had a very distinct story being told in each one, and it wasn't formulaic, it wasn't set up in this happens, and this happens, and this happens, you know. Each one had its own story arc, and it told a whole story, and that's something that, that it, WWE as a whole tends to miss. NXT does better at it, but they still have the the WWE way that kind of gets in the way of them telling real stories with their matches. So um which then leads to them being basically highlight shows where, you know, you can watch the uh YouTube three minute version of the match and get, you know, the storyline well enough that that you're good to go, but I don't think anyone could watch a five-minute highlight reel of the Omega Okada matches and and, and understand say go, the whole story. Yeah, well, and that's—I mean, I—I do
1: have to give them props that they have that streaming. You know that they're that they're putting that on social media and it's it's popping into news feeds and things of that sort. So I mean, there's a positive there. The downside is maybe give us the the Shinsuke Rusev match every now and then. Don't 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 give me wrestling porn. In wrestling porn, you're gonna go to whatever shot you want to watch and you're going to do whatever it is you need to do to enjoy wrestling that moment. And then you're going to turn off the wrestling porn because mm-hmm. it's and, time to be done
0: with wrestling porn. And it doesn't have to be longer than three minutes, because who needs longer than three minutes? Still talking about wrestling. Yeah. So was I. Yeah, so was still, I. I'm, <laughs> still talking about it. It was entirely wrestling.
2: At the end of the day, though, guys, even, like, I know tons of people who don't even watch it live, or who don't necessarily PVR it, but they'll just watch the highlights, even for AEW. Why? Just because, I think that's where we are now people are just doing so many things and they just can't dedicate and there's so much wrestling on right so how do you keep up how do you take six hours a week just to dedicate yourself to three shows and then not even counting a pay-per-view so that's about 10 hours a week if it's pay-per-view week it's a lot of wrestling and i'm sorry if you know all it was was wrestling for your entire life, and you know, you don't have kids, you don't have a job, you'd you you know, you'd be fine, you'd be great, 10 hours a week, that's doable, but I think a lot of people are into the highlights now, just because, you know what, you're going to get what you want. It's like that movie trailer that you see, that entices you to go see the movie, but then when you go see the movie, you're like, I saw all the best parts on the trailer, what was the point? Now, some movies won't have that. Some movies are good. They tell a story, and it gets you going. But at the end of the day, that's kind of, I feel, where we are in society in the sense of us. Like, I I, I mean, I, I watch, but at the same time, I haven't caught up, right? Like, I haven't caught up with AEW. I didn't have – I was doing things. Definitely going to watch it. But at the end of the day, I'm still skipping. I'm still skipping, too.
0: Like, all right, oh, let's yeah. go live. I guess it's just short attention span, too, that could kind of sure. – frankly if they don't improve something and and get rid of the lana rusev storyline i might start skipping raw yeah i mean here's the deal you can
2: actually wait 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 wait.
0: so you're watching raw because of lana and that's no i'm saying they need to get rid of it so that i can start watching raw again because it's so bad
2: oh so you PR it and you just skip over the whole segment yeah, but and
0: that I, takes that takes effort, and it's a lot easier just to say oh, I'm not gonna watch it. I wow. think where that lies in impact, though, in, in 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 terms of what we
1: look at, though, is that's exactly what we're talking about. We we enjoy the wrestling a lot. We enjoy t- stories being told during the wrestling. We don't enjoy garbage vignettes, and that's what gets thrown out by the fan. The fan two DVRs, that'd be me, that'd be you, Justin, right? Yep. Okay. Um, throws out those garbage vignettes. Now, if it's an intriguing vignette, yeah, I'll watch it. But if it's not, I'm going to throw it out. Like, you got you got 12 seconds to make this a good vignette. Or I'm skipping 15 seconds, seeing if it's okay. Skipping 15 seconds, seeing if it's okay. Um, and a lot of times, I don't watch a, an entire vignette. Because... There doesn't look to be any semblance of a future payoff whatsoever, um, you know. And and I think when we have that world that we have all this on demand, you know, do I give props for WWE for putting that out there, for putting those those best matches available? Sure. The downside is that's actually drawing away from your money making product. So put your money-making products out there as well at that level um, or, or what you're doing on social media makes me go, well, I'll spend 30 minutes watching it. I'll spend 30 minutes watching a pay-per-view that I watched last one match in a pay-per-view that I watched last year that I've already seen. And I know how it ends over five minutes of Lana and Rusev that they're getting paid for.
2: The yeah, w- w- you
1: can't compare w- it to w- Lana w- and w- Rusev, man. Okay, then then the Lucha House Party versus the OC in a squash that I know what's going to happen, so I don't even need to watch it.
0: Agreed. Oh, no,
1: no. valid. Or an Eric Rowan match, because now he's
2: just basing yeah. Job with every raw, yeah. which is yeah. stupid. It's a waste of time. You could have built a storyline or something. I don't know why they keep doing this, though. They did it with... Uh, Braun Strowman when he originally came in to run I don't think Eric
1: Rowan uh, is just their attempt to have a second Braun Strowman. Oh, I mean, you saw goodness. him do the run around the ring.
2: Yeah, but this time it's like a, it's a belly flop or whatever. Uh, side, yeah,
1: whatever it's called. But it's still running around the ring. Okay, so cool you did a cross body block. It's still just a run around, you know, you're like trying to duplicate him, but hey, we made it a little bit different. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I agree I, with you on that
2: yeah they just don't know like and but honestly though i just feel but that's why aew is doing well
1: because they're just a bunch of spots when you watch even their free free their free social media stuff is unique
2: but it's spot fest that's all it is and that's why because yeah. it's just oh wait i'm gonna lose interest but then i see another flip and then i see another move and then you know it piques your interest but it's just spots it's spot fests that's all it is but at the end of the day we're also gonna get bored of that too essentially yeah, well,
1: it's, and that's where the power of those vignettes and whatnot have been so solid um in AEW recently that's where a good quality vignette in wwe turns out great but there's just really bad vignettes too and it, right. it's, it almost makes you think do, do you listen to the script be read beforehand i mean no. this is no they don't that's the <laughs> answer yeah obviously yeah
2: well can you explain to me what's a good vignette that's happened in wwe recently
1: uh, it's gonna take me a minute that's what I'm saying, though. There hasn't been, you know, one. they opened pretty solid. That that banter, um, and and they're annoying, and um, the voice of one of them, and I think it's Billy Kay, um, is incredibly excruciating to the ears. But that open on Monday That's wasn't bad.
0: I I would say part of the reason the vignettes on WWE main roster shows uh fail so much is that they're written for an audience of one uh not an audience of million. Oh and I hey. say that because they're written entirely to please VKM. And if he likes it, then it gets on the show. Yeah. Um and right. and I think, you know, AEW's vignettes, uh while they're still, you know, working out some kinks in it, I I can tell you the um the the one a couple weeks ago when Chris Jericho was interrupting Cody from up in the the booth and right. Cody and his friends ended up going up and storming the booth and eventually a big fight breaks out. That was well written, well mm-hmm. planned out, and it was written for the fans, not for Tony Khan, you know. Uh, right. It was written to tell the story, not to please a single person. And that's part of where the problem lies with WWE right now is that all of those writers know that to keep their job, they they don't have to uh, please the fans. Uh, they just have to please Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And all reports have it that he absolutely loves the Rusev Lana storyline right now. So of course they're gonna continue to it. That being said, it also gets two million views on YouTube.
2: So that's it.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> One <So laughs> of those, those views is mine. 2 million from last fans week?
0: For that. So yeah.
1: the other thing the other thing to, to say is again, mad props to WWE for having the, the 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 understanding that sometimes it'll bring somebody back if they see a really, really great match that they remember from before because mm-hmm. it did it sucked me in today and i watched 30 minutes of wrestling when i really needed to be watching 30 minutes of other wrestling um well and but, the other thing with it not only did it which match me was in, this it was the charlotte it was the charlotte becky match from, from last year uh, from last year at evolution oh. the last woman standing match sure. that yeah the with the power top rope power bomb through a table to finish it
0: i mean how do you right. not
1: that i
2: don't remember
0: yeah you know? but i mean in the end the one thing that it also did was uh make you step back and say why did they not do another evolution
1: well that's and, they had, kind of in the words it,
0: it but, absolutely did that to me yeah they had potentially the best match of the entire year like you said mm-hmm. um and to this year... I think he got the Slammy for it, didn't it? The WWE I'm, award for it? I'm I'm not even sure, but... The WWE, but that it was Match of the Year for 2018 on their yeah. own... On their own on thing? Their own... Then, yeah, Match yeah, of the Year. But, but that's the deal. Is they had Match of the Year, and then the next year, they go, nah, we don't need to do that.
1: Yeah. And what most fans called the, one of the top three pay-per-views of the year... Mm-hmm. I called it the best pay-per-view of the year, but
0: I could understand. It was probably my favorite in the year. So. So, But yeah, uh, I get it.
1: So, yeah, I mean, as a whole, uh, you know, I I was going to issue another crime. Um, I was going to issue a crime for overload um, for Survivor Series. However, we haven't seen how Survivor Series is going to be done this time. Um, I cannot fathom that the Survivor Series matches won't have 30 second matches. Well, how many matches are we seconds. in right now? How many we are
0: confirmed eight? for eight Survivor three? Series? Eight, I believe. Eight. Eight total matches confirmed, and who knows? They might somehow or another pull another one out tomorrow night. They've been known to do that. And that's or, a four-hour pay-per-view. Or you guys, I, don't I know, say two an more hour is coming up. Of the show.
2: I say two more coming up. I say two more. There's going to be one more announced on SmackDown, and then they're going to randomly announce one after War Games for it to go to actually
1: uh, the on Survivor Series. Two of those matches should, and I wasn't trying to, to bring up this crime because I, I was going to allow it time to find out if, if a crime had been committed yet or not, but mm. two of those matches have to go longer than 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. There's 15 people in those matches. If we have sequential 30-second roll-up, 30-second roll-up, 30-second roll-up, 30-second
0: roll-up, that's still a a seven-and-a-half-minute match for garbage. (laughs) I mean, with eight matches, if the two Survivor Series matches are 30 minutes long, let's just say they are, right? That's already an hour, plus the build-up beforehand is going to be about half an hour Combined at least for both of them, so that's an hour and a half out of the four-hour pay-per-view in those two matches alone, right? Then mm. keeping in mind, okay, not great. Those matches need more time. But then keeping in mind that uh, of the remaining six matches, you've got uh, one, two, three triple threat matches, mm. um, which, which need to be. 15 20 minute long matches.
1: Yeah, because of the of the broken up near
0: falls. Yep. Yep. So there,
1: and there's you another, know what
0: though? There's another hour and a half out of there. So now you're at 3 hours and you still got three matches to go in that last hour. I think eight matches for for this setup is probably where they need to be. I think it's I think it's too high.
2: I, I think, think it's 55 hours, guys. I'm feeling like it's gonna hit five hours or something because unless the Survivor Series matches are really short. And because old, honestly, they need they need the Becky Lynch, Bailey, Shayna Baszler to be long. They have to. They that, really have and the fiend matches.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, and also the beat match, point. I feel like it's going to be long, too. I, I don't think they need to add any more matches. I think eight matches is is the maximum. But the only thing is, I'm looking at it, and there's none of these that scream out pre-show, kickoff show. So if they're going to add matches, I bet you I wouldn't be surprised if they announce a couple matches that are just kickoff. Um, you know Good. what? I feel it's like the Survivor five, the Series
2: Women's Elimination match is going
1: to be on the kickoff for some reason. What a terrible <laughs> That would be a That would piss off so many fans. Yep. <laughs> the women's, the women's product is the elevated product for WWE right now. Or, or you know what? I don't know, man. Like I feel like they're gonna
2: ruin it with something because I feel like one of those Survivor Series matches is gonna have to be on the kickoff.
0: Th- there's gonna have to be or something.
2: Or versus Shinsuke versus
0: uh, Roderick Strong,
1: which would be messed up.
0: Yeah, but, that one
1: like could be put there.
0: Yeah, I could see it, but like I said, none of them scream out. Like the, there's not a cruiserweight championship match that just screams out put this on the pre-show. Um, so there's not well, Leo Rush
2: versus Angel Garza is apparently going to be for the uh, in the well not confirmed but it's rumored that that's going to be on the pre-show
0: for sure. Yeah,
2: Leo Rush. That's because they Angel haven't party. officially
0: announced it. If they do announce right. it, yeah, it's going to be on the kickoff. That being said, um, Great technically, match to have actual show technically the uh, uh, Cruiserweight Championship is now an NXT product, so they could totally have that on the takeover. They don't have it currently listed, but I could see them moving that to the takeover. By the way, is Adam Cole facing anybody? Uh, uh, funny you should ask. You know, I think this actually makes a pretty good time to segue into segue. the five segments predictions. Of, of this show. So we're going to go on to prediction. TakeOver Predictions.
2: That's exactly why I did it, guys. Not because (laughs) I wanted to know.
0: (laughs) Good segue. Thank you. So, we're going to start off uh, chronologically a TakeOver War Games, since that's going to happen Saturday, and the effects of it are going to play into Sunday. Perfect. So... We are going to start off, and of course, we have no idea where these are going to play in the uh, overall scheme of things, but we do know that the first match of the night will likely be Pete Dunn versus Damian Priest versus Killian Dane. and the only reason I know that'll likely be the first match on the TakeOver pay-per-view is because the winner of that uh, goes on the next night to face Adam Cole at Survivor Series. So oh. I have- who is this? Uh, Bebe. Adam Cole Bebe. You're going to get it right someday. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, I'm the bigger Adam Cole Bebe fan here. <laughs> I've and, really fallen in love with the baby part. I really have. I don't know why. Uh, my wife thinks I'm crazy, but I really love the boom part in, in his entrance. It's so silly and cheesy and stupid. But just, he stands there and he waits for it, and as soon as it hits, he thumbed to it, you know, boom! And the whole crowd just loved it, and I'm one of them. So, so Pete Dunne versus Damian Priest versus Killian Dane. Um, uh, DA Fabe and I kind of talked a little bit about this on uh, the show earlier this week. Uh, But, like, I, I just suspicion that they've got plans for... Uh, Pete Dunne versus Killian Dane to continue. Um, so I think they're gonna have Damian Priest be the winner. I don't think it's time for him yet, but I think that's what they're gonna do. Go ahead, um, Justin.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know the other two well enough. I feel like I guess I don't watch NXT enough, but I don't know Killian Dane enough to really know how he is, or even um, Damian Priest either. Like I've seen Pete Dunne a bunch of times. I feel like it's not going to be Pete, uh, Pete done though, because I feel like that's just going to be a squash match. He's an amazing wrestler, but I just feel like he's not going to take it. I feel like whoever faces Adam Cole might get the one up. Bebe. Bebe. Yeah. My bet, Bebe. Excuse me. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Go on. Sorry. We don't mean to interrupt.
2: <laughs> no, but that's it. So just for that fact, I'm, um, I, I just don't know the other two wrestlers. So... I, has any has any uh, has any of these guys had a little response with Adam Cole recently on NXT? Has there been any kind of? Because I don't think anything happened with Pete Dunn and Adam Cole. In no, um,
0: as of right now, none of them have really directly uh, interacted with Adam Cole, baby. So
1: sorry. Yep.
0: <laughs> so um, Killian Dane used to be a member of Sanity. And then yes. after yeah, they brought yeah. him up to the main roster and didn't do anything with him, and then broke up Sanity for no damn reason, uh, so and then sent Alexander Wolfe back down to NXT UK. They put Killian Dane down to regular NXT, but he's he's a big brute guy from Belfast. Uh, mm. He's he's he was Eric, but at the end of the day, he was Eric Young's bitch. Yeah. Well, that's the. I mean, he. <laughs> he was insanity he was the muscle the dumb muscle yeah. oh, okay now i'm
2: remembering
1: chubby guy looks I remember a little, him little bit like
0: otis 10%. on steroids yeah or um yeah, which, which a very valid or whichever one of the the viking raiders is the chubbier one. i can never remember their new name yeah no. eric eric and ivar eric and ivar. ivar i just don't know which one's eric or ivar yeah um, interesting thing, uh, Killian Dane is actually married to Nikki Cross. So um, everyone's giving WWE all this credit for keeping all the couples together on Raw and SmackDown, but they so apparently that, did not care about uh, Nikki Cross and Killian Dane. Well, they're
1: they're just NXT. It doesn't matter. you made him become main (laughs) roster
2: all right that's it and it's not like you're a charlotte flair either right like charlotte flair is not going to create a hissy uh nikki cross is not going to create like a little hissy fit compared to what charlotte flair would do you know
0: Uh, no one would really listen if nikki cross did whereas charlotte flair exactly so who do you got Flair says i want andre here uh, andrade here it happens pretty much (laughs) so so who you thinking justin um honestly, I'm just going to go with
2: Pete Dunne. I just he's I think he's a phenomenal wrestler and I know more about him than the other two. So
1: by default, Pete Dunne cool enough on the Fabe. I'm going to go ahead and say so um solidly uh this is still Triple H's show and because it's still Triple H's show, um I I can in no way shape or form endorse not a better build to a storyline um I really, really enjoy Damien Free's matches. I like the dark characters. We've already talked about this a little bit. Um, in several episodes, we've mentioned that sometimes, especially dark characters, but sometimes characters don't have to be after a title. Um, and I think that's a very reasonable move for him. Um, Killian Dane is also kind of a dark character, brawler. He might want some gold, but... Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Pete Dunne's been there, done that, had the gold, um, and it's kind of an ultimate overcomer story with him taking on two very large men. Um, I gotta go with the Bruiserweight. I'm gonna go with Pete Dunne. Um I, I have him. I also think you get a better. I, I think you get a better NXT Championship match out of him with Adam mm-hmm. Cole Bebe, uh, yeah. and it no. allows Mister Bebe to come out pretty clean. And have uh, a setup for Tommaso Ciampa or Finn or any other. Uh, you know, you got Jack, you got uh, Keith Lee. Whoop whoop. Um, I almost forgot his last <laughs> name too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so Mr. Bebe, I think gets a better better match out of the Bruiser weight, and I think that's where they go with that.
0: Now, now I'm going to point out while I think Damian Priest uh, is going to be the winner, I don't, I don't think damian priest should be the one you, yeah i mean we, I, we've had that talk a little bit already but... I, I think pete dunn is uh more prepared to be the number one contender and put on a great match the next night i just think they've been yeah. building up so much with this killian dane versus pete dunn with even pete dunn a couple weeks ago saying "Oh, i don't care about killian dane and and then Killian dane coming out and interfering with his match i think they're just setting up for a more extended. Feud between them, which then leaves Damian Priest Odd Man out to be the winner. Really odd man out. Yeah. Congratulations oh, yeah. on your Good. title shot. So, so yeah. But moving on. Next one on the list that I'm looking at here. Who knows where it's going to fall in the thing? I hope it falls more towards the the top of the card than the bottom. But uh, Finn Balor versus Matt Riddle. Uh,
1: let's go with <laughs> first. I drink sorry i tried to mute while my cough was coming but i can't stop him nope
2: you done failed
1: Um, all right yeah i know i failed badly miserably um i failed so bad that i failed almost as bad as matt riddle's gonna fail finally i get to see him lose thank
2: (laughs) heavens
1: (laughs) and we get a finn balor finn balor victory um starting off what looks to be maybe a balor takeover of the undisputed era i don't really know what's going on there there's there's definitely an agreement there but we don't know where it's going Mm -hmm. so yeah um hands down finn balor wins this match um matt riddle has shown enough of himself that uh that fans are are still with him um this character Finn Balor has not had a match yet. Heel Finn Balor has not had a match yet. And I understand that Finn Balor has had matches and I understand he's very over already. Um, but at the end of the day, you cannot have bad guy Heel come in and lose a match this early. Um, we said the same thing about about The Fiend. It's definitely gotta be the case with Finn Balor. So I'm gonna say Finn Balor wins.
0: Mm. Okay. What you got, Justin?
2: Yeah, you know what, though? But he can afford to lose. Because even if he does lose, people are still going to respect him. People aren't going to think he's a jobber now, and so on and so forth. Matt Riddle's already pretty popular, but... Why not make him look even bigger by making him beat Finn Balor, and then one of the Undisputed Era people making the cause of Finn Balor losing, thus creating an Undisputed Era Era ba- Balor food? No, no, you're not seeing it. No, not seeing it.
0: But I, okay, I see it. So I you're like saying it. Riddle, Riddle, oh. bro. Okay, it's it's definitely bro. gonna be Balor, uh, bro. I'm of the same mindset as D.A. Fabe. Uh, uh, this Finn Balor has not had a match yet. Yes, Finn Balor has had lots of matches on the main roster and lots of matches in NXT, but it wasn't this Finn Balor. It it wasn't the the, the Prince. Prince Kevin Finn Balor. It wasn't the heel Finn Balor. And you can't have him come back, do a major heel turn, uh, kick Johnny Gargano in the face and then lose his first match. You just can't. Uh, now, I'm not, it's not- Well, unless be Gargano, unless Gargano interferes. You know, uh, th- there's always that chance.
1: There's the possibility think, for DQ or double DQ. Or yeah, like, like it's-, it's gonna be a buildup. It's gonna be a
2: buildup to something and Bowler has to lose though. I no. mean, this is your opinion, my bad,
0: go ahead. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I just don't agree with it. And so, so in the end, <laughs> Uh, I think even if Johnny Gargano makes makes an appearance and attempts to interfere, I think Balor's going to end up winning. This is going to be a show of force. This is going to be him setting stake in NXT and saying, this is my kingdom now, uh, and the prince is going to run this place. Um, it still is going to set up for the eventual Johnny Gargano uh, match, but uh, because of Johnny Gargano's uh, injury... And inability to actually compete fully in this, I don't see. I don't see it happening. I mean, Riddle is was just a warm body put in the place to try to keep this uh, going uh, for the next thing. So I think Balor right. is is uh, the only one who can win, in my opinion. Yeah. So, but, uh, but the, we also thought that about the Fiend. Yeah, true. Um, and we've been wrong before, but. But uh, in this case, the nice thing is, looking at this right now, um, so far two two matches into this prediction, and there hasn't been a universal pick from all three of us yet, so um, that can be kind of fun. So we're gonna move on to the men's War Games match. So you've got the Undisputed Era. That, of course, is Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Mr. Bebe himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, versus Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic, and To Be Determined. Um, and the fact that they didn't determine it yesterday, last night, makes yeah, makes me, uh, wonder if they don't have someone big making a debut or, or appearance. Um, and so, uh, well, I, so this would be your call first, right? This is gonna be your my call first. And and so,
1: along with this being your prediction, let's predict your predict your person.
0: Yeah, I I will. Okay, sorry. Jesus, shut up, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to get all the way off my back
1: about. This. Holy crap! Sorry, monkey backing down. Let's go. <laughs> okay,
0: so um, I think. Um, the that TB TBA, uh, is going to be the deciding factor in Uh, so I think Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, and Dominic Dijakovic are going to come out as the winner. Um, the nice thing with this is because it's not for any titles or whatever, the Undisputed Area can take a loss and still come out of it dripping in gold. Um, and, yeah, for uh, sure. Because I keep my ear to the ground uh, for the rumor mill uh, over the time, and I typically don't like to to talk about the rumors because, you know, the the reliability of them can be suspect depending on where you get it. One of the rumors over the last few months uh, of a WWE signing that, uh, so far has not shown up on WWE TV, uh, despite the rumor taking place a full month and a half ago, well before the last main roster preview, um, was a guy who previously had been in WWE, um, and had since gone off to the indies and work in a bunch of relatively high-profile, uh, non wwe rosters reportedly signed with wwe a uh, mr john morrison right uh, okay uh, and so uh, 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 uh Sorry, I had to finish so and i just think this is a perfect time for him to debut mm. show up and make a big splash Um, I don't see any reason for them to have not named the person now, unless it's going to be someone who is a big surprise. And that's where I think uh, he, and that's a big surprise. Yeah, It's a big surprise. And a war games match really does give him a lot of uh, chance to show off some of the stuff that he can do. Um, You know, a starship pain off the top corner uh, could be pretty, defund to watch um so that's where my pick goes uh the team of champa lee dominic dijakovic and john morrison
1: cool choices man all right it's, is this me next or is this is this
0: um, justin we will go with justin next
1: yeah and you know what
2: i'm agreeing with you 100 i think the to be a determined wrestler is going to be the ultimate benefactor on that team winning, and I completely agree. They also did, was it this match that they were saying that Triple H might be uh, considered as the to-be-determined guy, and then there was something along the lines of Triple H mentioned he doesn't want to uh, be that guy. Okay, yeah, no, but John Morrison does sound like
0: a sweet spot. There were some rumors at one point, but I think in a recent uh like conference call, Triple H said, No, NXT NXT is for the young people. Uh yeah. and so while he'll show back up for a main roster Saudi Arabia match to make a buttload of money, um, I think he's uh, content with letting the youngsters run at least be the faces of NXT so
2: yeah and I agree with that too I just feel like Vince would want John Morrison on the main roster but he would be so much better in NXT um and I mean main roster as in Raw or Smackdown because he's already a known name ish you know so i don't know i want to see him in nxt though so i'm going for that i'm pulling for a john morrison surprise appearance um yeah and i completely agree with that so uh undisputed era is taking a loss
0: here baby and then on to da Fabe. is this going to be a clean sweep um i won't allow it to be i'm a jerk like oh. that <laughs> oh, <snap. laughs>
1: um, so i'm gonna i'm gonna change this up a little bit um I I do think... Here's the deal. Undisputed Era has won the last two War Games men's matches. Um, it's uh, Sorry, they have to lose. They have to. Um, and then they need to not be in it next year. <laughs> um, I love Undisputed Era. Um, I love Sam Bebe, Bebe. Um, I... They have to lose, so that's that's number one. Um, Undisputed Era will lose this one. I I have been trying to decide if the Gargano news is fake news. I do believe he's actually out, but I'm trying to decide if it's fake or not, because WWE's really good at that. Um, if it's not fake, Gargano is the other man. If well, why? It is... Why
0: would they do that? Cause so they supposed get be Matt the other Riddle man.
1: versus Finn Balor?
0: crash tv bro
1: yeah i mean maybe it's fake maybe it's not maybe they maybe they didn't want to see him do big spots you know with the injury well you you, there's a lot more room to be protected from big spots in an eight-man match than there is in a one-man match especially when it's against finn balor Mm. so you're gonna have to do big spots in a one-man match with with finn balor um so they could have done that fake i don't think it's fake though um, I think they're going to hold him out of this stuff. There might be some interference though, and I was pretty impressed with you mentioned that earlier, Justin. Uh, that said, the extra man is the one I'm going to tell you that I think might be different. Um, I love the idea, of John Morrison. Um, I have uh, Smarks and I have had numerous conversations about. Morrison needs to be back in WWE or AEW. Morrison needs to be back in WWE or AEW. Morrison needs to be back in WWE or AEW. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with a main roster call down to um, this. And I'm going to say it's going to be Seth Rollins. Um, I'm going to say Seth's little battle with Undisputed Era is going to Trump. Uh, uh, You know, the next night, hey, we're against each other tomorrow night to die jack and all of them but tonight i'm with you guys um and i think that that's my big move i I think the surprise will be seth um that's my second best i i can give you i'd love it to be john morrison (laughs) um and Mm. the more pressing and more important question if Tommaso champa or the other person don't start the match how are they going to fit keith lee and die jack in the same cage (laughs) well that's why it's uh
0: two two cages one that's it
1: that's it that's what i figured too yeah
0: (laughs) that that way they each have their own ring
1: no i mean in the same cage in the waiting
0: cage oh the waiting cage yeah yeah i don't know that's Um, not that big now it's a, a optical illusion it's deeper than you think it is so i'm gonna go with keith uh, lee as the one who starts it for their team
2: again team. wrestling officer wrestling we're talking about
0: wrestling here one job it's uh bigger on the inside
1: <laughs> come
0: on i'm gonna my trap <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so now we will move on to the women's war game match um just so everyone knows the players in it. Just a refresher. Shayna Baszler, Kaylee Ray, Io Shirai, and Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, and Tegan Nox. Uh, name not included in those is uh, Team Kick uh, co-bestie uh, with uh, Tegan Knox, and I'm totally blanking on her name all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, yep. I've, I've, Can't help I've lost it too. What's her um, name? I, oh my gosh! Best friend with Tegan Knox. <laughs> she just came back. Yeah, she did. And
1: um, I had to go
0: like it on it. Anyways, she didn't favorite. make it into that. Ro- robo legs. <laughs> yes, other robo legs. But she just <laughs> came back and didn't make it into the thing, and so um, she could potentially be the uh, I don't distraction on the outside or something. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. But uh, I think this is the Fabes' turn to go first. Okay. Um,
1: this match doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand how it's not Jessamine Duke and uh, Marina Shafir in there. Um,
0: because they're not any good.
1: I, I understand, understand that. that. They're still her lackeys in storyline nonstop. So why would you not include them? I mean, again, you can hide bad wrestlers in multi-wrestler matches really, really well so I I especially in this I mean you just have Shayna come out first uh, against whomever and that uh, okay we're good we're fine um not to mention how does be so this is this is the issue I have with this suddenly Bianca Belair is over being daftly after um, Shana like it's what I just it's just the parts I don't get um it's an open top cage. I'm going to say this ends with interference involved from outside sources. Um, either Jessamine and Marina, uh, perhaps, uh, good lord, I, would, I want her name too. And I, I can't do it. Um, all of, all the other pieces to this puzzle, it's going to have some interference in it. Um, I'm going to say that that it really seems like they're trying to push, um, oh, what's her name? The tall gal. Uh the captain Ripley? of not, yeah, Ria. Thank you. Holy cow! I'm losing names left and right. I feel like Justin. Honestly, um,
2: there, there's <laughs>
1: Touché, <laughs> Well played. Well played. I deserve that. <laughs> so, uh, I, I think Rhea gets the gets the pin. There, she's the big push right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Bianca's team, or I think uh, not Bianca's. Well, it is Bianca's. Shayna- team. But Shayna's, Baylor, Baszler's Baylor Basler's team takes the loss but shana herself does not take the loss so dakota kai, oh, dakota no, kai I remember. you, it. <laughs> you looked but it I up yeah
0: yeah yeah i looked it up for sure. but <laughs> for it's still sure. it's one of those it was bugging the crap <laughs> out of me just by his dakota like random dakota kai like you could just tell he
2: just found it and he wanted you to let you know oh my god i found it dakota kai like you know yeah. for sure
1: Definitely if, looking if there's not interference it'll be because Dakota Kai stops Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke. So you're saying Baszler. I'm saying Baszler's team loses. Okay. I'm saying Baszler herself does not take a loss here. There are other people in place okay. to take that loss. That's the cool part about this match. Only one person has to get pinned. Yep, yep. Oh. And and I and I truly believe Rhea's push continues and I think she gets the win for her team.
0: Awesome. Okay. Um,
2: I, I think, you know what? I agree with that as well, just because Rhea Ripley has been like, she's clearly being pushed and she's actually really phenomenal talent. And her match, uh, against Becky Lynch on NXT that happened yesterday was pretty awesome too. It got me to, this is my second match. I believe I've seen with her, uh, Rhea Ripley. So, um, I'm, I'm really liking her style, and they're definitely pushing her. Candice LeRae, I like as a – I felt like she – she came out during the ladder match from the week prior, no? To help out. Uh, no. No. Uh, oh, coach I came
0: out, and then uh Kaylee Ray came out and beat him up. Ah, yeah. uh, that's
2: – so – but that's it. Shayna Baszler, you're – like, I completely agree uh, with Kay Fabe on that one. Shayna Baszler's team is going to lose, but she's not going to take the loss. Um, And I feel like Bianca Belair is going to be the one taking a loss, unfortunately. That's fine. See, I She's think it's one nasty. of the other ones.
1: Sorry? I think it's one of the other ones. I, I think this is the other one that, that they can't make lose there, but that's okay. Yeah. We'll
0: see. Well, it's tough because, you know, I think... I think just uh, so that we don't have um, any more ones where we all agree, I am going to go ahead and say the Baszler's team wins, um, even though I'm not entirely certain I believe that. Uh, <laughs> wow.
2: So you pretty uh, much agree that, you know.
0: <laughs>
1: I hey man, I'm, I
0: intentionally picked the other team li- on the on the last one, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm not – this is the one that I'm the most torn on just in general. Because I can see either way. If Rhea Ripley is the one who pins whoever, right? Then she right. can come out on NXT next week and say she's got a legitimate shot. Legitimate, uh, you know, uh, argument for a shot at Shayna. Um, I I just, like, I'm looking yeah. at it. and I don't know <laughs> who, if I see Bianca Belair taking it. I then don't... you would just pin Shayna you would let her pin Shayna no to build that up why not hey I... I beat you at war game possibly possibly like and that's what I was going through I don't see Bianca Belair because I think they're trying to build her up too much and and her losing being the one who loses costing Shayna Baszler the match uh keeps her in the title picture with Baszler, angry back and forth. Right. Io Shirai, they're trying to build up too much as this absolute badass. So I just don't necessarily see her. And Kaylee Ray is the NXT UK women's champion. And so I just right. don't see her taking the pin either. She can take that fall though from Rhea because she was the one who beat Rhea. Possibly. And so the other side of the coin, uh, I can see Mia Yim taking a pin in a heartbeat. Ah, uh, okay. I'll give you that. Um, I, I can see,
1: see Tegan Knox
0: taking a pin. Tegan Knox potentially taking a pin, and frankly, uh, I love Candice LeRae. Um, I can totally see her taking a pin because that's all they seem to <laughs> do with her. Is yeah, it. so so I think I think I'm just gonna go with with Team Baszler on this. Uh, mostly just to be different and make it so uh, one way or another, one of us is going to come away with the most points. Um, Because (laughs) there's only one of the matches that we all picked the same winner, and that's the men's war game. But uh, there was a difference in potential uh, surprise surprise person person on it. So so I think in the end... uh, We're going to have a definite winner amongst us on that. So now we shall move on to the Sunday, the main event Survivor Series Predictions. wwe survivor series which like i say has one match on it possibly this is one that i could see being on the kickoff show if only because it's not a main roster match it is the nxt championship match uh featuring mr adam cole bay bay versus the winner of the pete dunn damian priest and killian dane triple threat match from takeover That's so such a weird place to put it though It is. It's just at the same time.
1: So I think they're just trying to feature some NXT product. I think uh, that's on this pay-per-view to draw more people to Wednesdays. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So we will go ahead and start with that and I will go first. Um and and say
1: priest versus Priest versus Bebe.
0: Yep, I would have Priest versus Bebe, but to be perfectly honest, I don't think it matters who wins. Mm. On Saturday night, I do not see them having Adam Cole Bay Bay lose the championship on not a takeover or NXT branded show.
2: Especially not a pre-show. If yeah, especially not that, a if
0: it's <laughs> right. So, so I yeah. am Bay firmly in the Mr. Cole hyphen Bay Bay. Matt, I am go. assuming let's... his dad was a Bay Bay and his mom was a Cole. <laughs> It could be, could be. (laughs) So we will move on to D. A. Fabe. Who you got? Um,
1: (laughs) this this is important. I I don't want everybody to be the same, but I think we're all going to be the same on this one. You can't have Adam (laughs) Cole lose here. You just can't. Um, This Adam Cole. I'm sorry, Adam Cole, baby. Wow, Um, Adam. I'll just call him by his first name. I'm not going to give you the full name, because that's just weird. That's Adam. familiar of you. <laughs> well, we're close. We're close. I, I've been to the Bebe family reunion. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, Adam and Pete uh, will put on a banger of a match. Um, mm-hmm. And it will draw people to NXT. And it's a wonderful move, but Adam wins. I mean, this it's, it's, it's Bebe's night.
0: So he wins. Okay. okay. And moving on to Justin, yeah. is this going to be the clean uh, sweep?
2: And you know what? Because you guys like to switch it up and you don't want to do clean sweeps. I am perhaps going to say, give you a hard no, it's not going to be a clean sweep. Pete Dunne will take it. And although I might not necessarily want that to happen, here's my theory on that. Pete Dunne takes it. Bay Bay goes to Raw or SmackDown. Why would they be doing this? Because they've been pushing Adam Cole, Bebe, with going to Raw and SmackDown. The fans giving, making him familiar of Raw and SmackDown. They have made other superstars higher on NXT as well to replace an Adam Cole type figure. We have Finn Balor, we have Johnny Gargano. They Johnny Gargano's already kind of been there. We um uh, Officer K-Babe's not going to like it, but Riddle could definitely fall into that spot. A lot of people like him. He's a phenomenal wrestler. So I'm thinking Vince might want to bring Cole to the main roster and make him a bigger a a, a heavyweight champion on Raw or SmackDown.
0: Okay, and then they can rename him Shorty Bebe. Oh. I mean,
2: there might be conditions. Triple H might allow it to happen in the sense of, hey, listen, you want Adam Cole? I'm down, but you cannot mess this up. You have to guarantee me like well then again what can trip say right what can triple h really say but i don't know just to be different but i feel like also they have been kind of pushing him to go it's more so also uh promoting nxt in on usa network on wednesdays and of of course also survivor series but now the fans are familiar enough with Adam Cole on the A and B brand shows, as the WWE likes to call it. So I think this might be a way to kind of push Adam Cole to go to Raw or SmackDown to give them more wrestlers. But it could happen because we've seen it happen. And for some reason, I feel like every War Games, there's been a wrestler that's moved up.
0: Okay. Don't put me
1: on but... sorry i just got back from the bathroom i had to vomit real quick you said something um, about matt riddle did you have a pick
0: <laughs> i'm just playing man i heard the whole thing
1: i just uh <laughs> yeah i mean i i applaud you for for the risky t- pick there um it's I, wrong like, but it won't uh, be on the pre-show it won't wrong. be on the pre-show Jeez. it won't
2: be on the pre-show though it won't because if okay. it's if it's on the pre-show it's ruined it looks stupid <laughs> Okay, so it has to be on Survivor Series and it has to lead to something where Bebe loses but also starts up something on that night for the next day
1: on Raw. I think day. the I think the breakdown to Undisputed Era has to become internal or or a take somebody taking over the group. But I commend you. Good job yes ah, good thank day you. sir thank you okay <laughs> more we importantly
2: you outside the box so that was cool you know i try the box
0: gets kind of lonely i gotta you know think outside of it every so often
2: <laughs>
0: well and then we will move on to in no particular order um other than the order that is listed on this here website i am looking at the wwe championship match brock lesnar versus Rey mysterio in a Quote unquote, no holds barred match. Uh, you first? Mm. Or ju- I think Justin's first on this one, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think it would be justin first.
2: What a boring match. That was me snoring, by the way. If you, uh, if, yeah, I don't know if I caught I, I, cou-
0: I couldn't figure that out. Um,
2: <laughs> okay. like, I don't know. Dude, is his son ready to start wrestling now or no?
0: I don't think he's ready yet, no. I don't know what they're doing the But I just don't think he's ready. I don't know. Was, I don't know. Like, was, uh... Rey Mysterio's
2: already done this David versus Goliath thing already. And it's not going to happen at Survivor Series where he's going to win. He's going to be beating Brock Lesnar in the sense of with pipes and weapons and so on. But he's not getting the pin. Not happening. Um, dare I say, Kane Velasquez might randomly show up guess that's not dare I say that sounds like it might be very plausible
0: and all all oh, depends on whether and, he's had the knee surgery yet or not
2: oh that's valid well not doing anything crazy but essentially to build it up for because they might only fight Royal Rumble right I'm, I heard Royal Rumble or Wrestlemania but apparently they have big things for Roman at Romania for the title which again is all rumors and we probably shouldn't speculate that much because things could change in a dime um but yeah, Brock Lesnar winning for sure. It's just, i they're not going to completely squash Ray because someone's going to interfere. Although Brock has squashed so many people. doesn't really matter the outcome. Brock is still going to be winning because there's no way Brock is losing to Mysterio. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, I'll yep. go ahead and go and say that i'm gonna probably be the dark host predictor and say i think ray mysterio actually does win and how will he do that good sir well no holds barred match that's uh, that's ultimately what it Thank comes you. down to that that <laughs> opens up the ability for him to win through sneakier means rather than necessarily overpowering now the story they've told over time always has been that the small, fast, agile wrestlers are harder for Brock Lesnar than the big monster ones, you know? He struggled against uh, Finn Balor. He struggled against uh, uh, Daniel Bryan. Seth. Uh, struggled to get a bit against Seth. Uh, but well, Brock he was a Beast Slayer. And, and it's 5F5s it's and done, you know? Um mm-hmm. And so, and adding in the ability for Rey Mysterio to use pipes and all of that stuff, I can see Rey Mysterio winning. I also base this off of uh, the rumor mill that suggests that uh, Brock Lesnar's uh, contract with WWE is for a lot less appearances than previously thought, and that the reason they moved him to Raw... Was so that they could kind of write him out for a while, and a great way to write him out for a while would be to have him lose uh, in in a spectacular fashion with a potential, uh, least temporary career-ending injury of some sort. And well, it um, also
1: it allows it
0: to not be a clean loss, mm-hmm. which, is, yeah. which is important with a monster like him. Exactly, and so he can go off and be. Quote unquote injured for a while, and uh, Rey Mysterio can be a champion and uh, basically be Kofi Kingston on Raw, and everyone loves him, and then uh, Brock can come back and destroy him, and then set up once uh, Kane Velasquez is back from his surgery for a Kane Velasquez match down the road. But that's my thoughts. Um, I don't know if it's that, gonna be a podcast. That almost program. sounded
1: FBI-ish right there.
0: Yeah, it might be fantasy booking, but that's that's <laughs> my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, you're
1: you're not the only one on that note. Um, I actually also believe that I I uh, at some point somebody other than Seth Rollins has to be able to beat Brock. Um, and w- why not three people are able to beat Brock? <laughs> or five, or seven, or um, hell, Vince is racist, let's just get the whole Mysterio family and have him say that they all live in one house, or whatever, um, so that Vince can have his racism stuff show through, uh, in his writing, I don't care how it happens, um, in a no-holds-barred match, you have all the people you want, and Brock doesn't have friends, he has one advocate, and no friends, and Ray has lots of friends, um, I think Brock loses at the hands of lots of people, lots of pipes, lots of fake stuff. Um, I think that Ray loses the title rather quickly, Um, but it is, it would be Ray's second run with the WWE championship. And only his second run. Yeah. Yeah. And the first one, first one was 24 hours. Is that right? On WWE championship. I think he had, I think he had the big gold for a while. Yeah, he had one of them for a while, but one of them he only had for the like 24 hours.
0: Let's see what um, the interval. Yeah,
1: because um, I but, feel like if they do do
2: that, like what you are saying, that it's gonna be a 24-hour thing. Like I feel like Brock then will just come out the next
1: day and just beat him. No, I think I think Brock has. I, I agree with with uh, Smarks. I think that the uh, that Brock gets a a kayfabe injury, uh, which allows for a pop at Royal Rumble or. At Elimination Chamber, um, or at WrestleMania, what, uh, or or a random Monday night between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania? You know, if if you're right about um, Roman getting a push at WrestleMania, then Roman can win the Royal Rumble for the seventeenth year in a row, or however many times he's done it. Uh, it wouldn't be a year in a row, but for the seventeenth time or I think this would be his fourth win of the Royal Rumble. Um and you can have Brock come out on Monday night, knowing full well that Roman's gonna be challenging the Fiend or whomever is over there the champion. So
0: So to to do a quick fact check, uh you are both right and wrong on Rey Mysterio. Um uh he never was WCW champion, but he no did I... hold the big uh, big gold big belt gold twice gold. as WWE world heavyweight champion. Okay, yep. Um okay. and then he had that twice and then he had the WWE championship one time. So you were right that he's only been WWE a champion once. Oh stop. And it was, and that was and that was here. the
1: short win, right? That was the short reign.
0: Uh it lost it to the big show. Uh it doesn't say on that listing, so I'm gonna have to go back and look at it, but one um of his, his major championship
1: reigns in WWE had a 20. He lost it to the big show? And Big Show beat
0: him the next night. Oh Jesus. I, I, I believe was against it was Big Show. First... That's sad. So it's yeah. too much reading. Mm-hmm. But so yes, he did mm-hmm. hold the big gold belt, but you were wrong, it was not in WCW. So I didn't say in WCW. Uh, yeah, I, I, I said
1: I big gold belt.
0: That's all I said. Mm-hmm. It was kind of implied though. Yeah, you can,
1: you big Gold did. Belt was in WWE for years
0: Yeah, but you, you kind of did
1: You kind of get to listen to the podcast tomorrow And you can tell yourself yeah. And then then when you sit on your Big Gold Belt on your thumb And it
0: gets rammed up You, know where, you can hear that you're wrong You're getting, you're getting a little defended
1: Yeah, because I never said that <laughs> Okay, anyways I said so, WCW, he was never the champion in WCW uh, He did have a championship match In WCW against Kevin Nash But it was a squash because Kevin Nash that it had to be
0: Anyways, so We've got <laughs> two people saying Ray And one you saying guys are Brock. messed up, Bray, uh, come on We will move on to the Universal Championship match The Fiend, Bray Wyatt Bray Wyatt Br- 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 Br-
1: And I'll go so, ahead and
0: go first and Say, if, uh, if they have uh, Bray Wyatt Lose, uh, in his first major defense. They're dumb, so it's got to be the Fiend.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I think this is gonna be unanimous, Fiend. Uh, being...
2: But I mean, you know, you did mention that they would be dumb, and WWE has has done some pretty dumb stuff. <laughs> so I thought you were gonna say, yeah, you know what, Daniel Bryan's gonna win it. Yeah. yeah. No,
0: no, this is but, Fiend.
2: Uh, no, for sure. But it can. Yeah, they can't mess it up this badly.
0: It has Two to times be there. They they totally can, but Well, I mean, they can. Okay. We're, we're going to uh play play hopeful people and say they're not going to. Side note, will it be under blue lights? No. Ooh, interesting red
2: lights.
1: No. Not interesting. Stop it. I'm still <laughs> traumatized by the red. I already hate
2: red lights because of this bull banana stuff. Um. Why? Ah, uh, damn it! I really don't want to watch this
0: match now. And it's just like a regular match, right? It's not no DQ or anything. Uh they haven't announced any sort of stipulation to it. So as far as I know, it's just a regular match. Yet. That one, that
1: I actually predict that one being kind of a bit of a fast match. That will help with some of the time. That's
2: what I'm thinking too. Yeah, I'm thinking it's gonna be a manable claw situation in the next five minutes, kind of thing. Which process, allows us to have Daniel Bryan develop can,
1: more with whatever for this character yeah. he's got.
2: But they could kind of bury Daniel. Like, the fans are still going to love him, and he can still come back from doing something else. Like, it's not like... I feel like Daniel Bryan's not going to get a title title push for a while. Anyways,
0: with at least The Fiend being on SmackDown as champion. Okay. So, so we all agree there. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Next match. Brand Supremacy ti- tri- Triple Threat Title Match. Of the women's champions, Becky Lynch versus uh, Bailey versus Shayna Baszler. is, uh, this, with is this. Me? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't remember if it was me or Justin first year.
1: It doesn't matter. It's it doesn't great. matter. Really doesn't. It
2: um, doesn't
1: matter. Oh, yeah, I do. was going to yeah, win it, but up. I can tell you, Bayley is there to take the fall. <laughs> um, so Bailey's going to lose it. I can tell you that. Um. And I'm going to go, they're not having Lynch or Baszler take the fall. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go Baszler gets the win and Lynch um, gets taken out by whatever storyline they're developing for next. That's what I'm going to go with. And I don't know how, I don't know who's, I mean, Baszler gets the win and Bailey takes the fall.
0: You know, I think... I think I'll go next and I I pretty much agree with you. Uh like like we said there's ba- Bailey's there to take the fall. Uh, they mm-hmm. can't have Becky Lynch take the pin right now. She's way too hot uh, for it. Um and so I and and I think to be perfectly honest, I think a lot of this they're going to use NXT as a way to kind of get out of jail um and this is uh maybe a little bit of a spoiler towards predictions later uh get out of jail between having a winner between fox and and raw you know yeah. and so i think uh this is gonna be one where nxt uh picks up a w in Baselord.
2: yeah that makes sense i just don't see but yeah, so Bailey definitely taking the fall no matter what. I knew that after their promo on Raw when they're like, "Oh, I'll be watching you," but I know Bailey's there. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, so you guys don't give, me, don't give uh, two 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 F's about Bailey being there. You just kind of mention her so everyone else knows that she's in the match. Poor girl, man. She she cuts her hair. She has the new attire. <laughs> And no one still gives any two f's about it, but Shayna Baszler does make sense. You got to promote NXT, um, but Becky,
1: I feel like, is gonna dominate the majority of the match.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, and and that actually makes a lot of sense to have Becky go over in her loss without taking the fall, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, in a total side note, I saw it's a it's a conspiracy theory that's going around the internet, but it makes a, uh, it's one of those that makes too much sense. Um, have you noticed that since her heel turn, uh, Bailey doesn't wear, uh, the belt around her waist at all? No, Which, stop it. That wasn't a thing. She, she comes I out. I know
2: where you're going with I, this. I
0: know, I know you know where I'm going, and you might not agree with it or not, but it's still worth at least talking about because, um, she used to wear the belt around her waist. Um, and she stopped when she got new uh ring gear after her heel turn. And uh She's not pregnant
1: and taking bumps. Nope. nope. Oh, she's not
0: pregnant. She's has nothing to do with that. Really? it. Really? Yeah. nothing to do with that. <laughs> okay. It's it's simply no, to it do with this. I haven't heard this rumor. This Go rumor. On. So she wears Clearly. she comes out carrying it on her shoulder now <laughs> instead of around her waist. Okay. And the conspiracy theory is and All good conspiracy theories have that, well, it makes a lot of sense to it. So I'm not necessarily saying it's true, but it makes a lot of sense. If you look at her new ring gear, her name is spelled out, uh, split into two. So it has B-A-Y and then L-E-Y, right? Um... Uh. And if she wears the belt out around her waist, that puts a big giant W on her waist. Well, if you look up at the top, she has B-A-Y with the A in the middle, and then L-E-Y with the E in the middle, and then a W right underneath it. And so the conspiracy theory is she was told not to do it because it spells A-E-W. And to be fair, in the... And, and look, it's, it's, it's as stupid as
2: the conspiracy theory with the whole Greta Thunberg thing happening, okay? With a picture from like 1895, and she's a time traveler. You guys probably don't know what I'm talking about, but it's a meme everywhere. This meme is the same exact thing, okay? Because even in the meme that it showed this, where it showed hey, uh, it spells AEW, and it was just like, oh guys, I just made this up just to
0: F with you. It makes sense, but it's too much. I don't know, it's not a thing. I'm not necessarily saying I believe it, but at the same point, part of why it makes so much sense is this is totally something that WWE would do. It is is 100% something that someone backstage at WWE would look at and say, we can't have that because it looks like AEW. Um. So, so I am while, curious
1: really 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 curious how much time are we going to waste on this stupid yeah, thing uh,
0: I was thinking about 10 more minutes uh, okay <laughs> I'm going to go take no, a nap we, we will go ahead and move on uh, that is uh, the second in a row where we all agreed so um, I, I have changed. a feeling though things will change here because we have the next brand supremacy triple threat match amongst the title holders with US champion versus intercontinental champion versus North American champion AJ Styles versus Nakamura versus Roderick Strong and we'll start with Jess. <sighs> so I'm
2: going. I first of all, this could be a phenomenal match if Nakamura is allowed to be Shinsuke Nakamura again and actually start decently wrestling and not cheating with Sami Zayn. um, This match is gonna could potentially be the match of the night if all three wrestlers are able to do what they want. Um if it was if this match was on Word Games, it'd be pretty awesome because I feel like NXT would have more leeway for them to really create a great match. But given the fact that Nakamura is a heel, nothing's gonna happen there. AJ Styles doesn't necessarily need to pick up the win. Promote AEW again. We're giving it to Rodway Strong, so undisputed era. Can get some Ws along with their W that they got with Adam Cole Bay Bay earlier on in um, the Survivor Series card, depending. Um, so they're promoting. Who does he beat? Uh, if if it's still gonna be Neil Nakamura, so they're definitely Nakamura is taking the pin. I don't see AJ Styles necessarily taking the. And, uh, uh, unless there's a whole Umberto thing happening again, they've finished with that feud with Umberto and AJ. I don't
0: Are think it's finished, not... but I don't think he's gonna interfere. So I don't think it'll be part of this. Yeah,
2: but I feel like Umberto has to be there for something. He's not even in that match, right? Um, as far as I know, no. So I feel like he'll have to do something. But I'm saying Roderick uh, beats Nakamura. Uh, and Roderick looks really strong in the matchup. Because, yeah, uh, it's going to be a AEW promote fest for sure. Just to promote that the AEW uh, champion. Uh, what is it? The Intercontinental Championship? N- Tri- what is it called in a- N- N- NXT. Excuse North me, American NXT North American Championship holds that much more power towards the Intercontinental Championship and the United States Championship and AEW takes the win here. Let's go. Uh let's go with Roderick Strong taking it.
0: Okay.
1: So Mr. DA, what do you got? Championship, um I think Strong's there to take the fall. Like mm. yeah, I don't I, I mean you got two big names there. Um I I I think A.J. can suffer a loss here, um, which means Raw won't win the Brand Supremacy 5-way because Raw will have been neutral in both of the other two. Um, I'm going to say that that A.J. AJ, uh, takes the loss but not the pin. And I'm going to give it to Shinsuke. I'm going to give you the exact opposite of what you just gave me, um, unfortunately. Okay. Um, and, and I I just think it's so that Shinsuke can get a little bit of a push. Um, and Str- I just, I think Strong's there to take the fall. I, that's what I believe.
0: Okay, this is w- another one of those that I'm, I'm not as certain on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I... Like I said, I I think they're setting up for NXT to come out looking probably the best out of it. So I yeah. think I'm gonna go with Strong uh, as the winner. Um, but like I said, this is the one I'm I'm not as as 100% on. Um, but if Strong is the winner, I think it's Mr. Styles to, and I th- and I think it's because the the one thing that they set up uh, when uh, AJ Styles and the OC invaded NXT. Was them attacking the Undisputed Era before they came out, mm. and uh, you know their whole "We're better than NXT because we didn't have to come here; we went straight to the main roster." Valid um, point. Sort of a thing, and so I think <laughs> I think this is where uh, the Undisputed Era gets a little bit of payback on the OC. But, like I say, this is probably one of the ones that I am the least confident in. And so, nope. uh, and with all of these triple threats, that's there's a there's a whole nother ball in play that makes it a little bit harder to be confident in in your your picks. But that's where I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. So now we are going to go to the third triple threat grand supremacy tag team title match featuring the Viking Raiders, who are the Raw tag champions versus the New Day, who are the SmackDown tag champions versus the Undisputed Era, which is uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, the NXT tag champions. Um, I think it is my turn to go first. So I will throw a dart at the wall and say that (laughs) this is one that I think this is one that NXT does not win I think uh this is a good chance to put the Viking Raiders over and so have them come out looking uh really strong and dominant uh New Day can take a loss without really losing I mean the simple fact is uh, the fans will follow New Day to the end of the earth right now. So, <laughs> so uh, I think Viking Raiders, um, I think probably pinning New Day. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, especially if my Roderick Strong uh, prediction is accurate, if the rest of the OC doesn't come out and prove to be at least um, uh, eliminating the Undisputed Era from the match so that, it becomes basically a regular tag match with the New Day versus the Viking Raiders. Okay.
2: Pretty smart. Yeah, that's a a good way of looking at it. I think those two would have definitely a deep connection there. That makes complete sense.
0: So who you got? Uh, Are you talking
2: to the witness or are you talking to your co-officer over there?
0: Whoever wants to go, man. (laughs) It's late. Let's roll.
2: I'll step it up. I'll step it up. I'll step it up. So, um... I completely agree with you. This is a perfect time to get the Viking Raiders to do it. Um, simply to put them over new day. Definitely doesn't need it. And if, it all depends on which matches first in terms of the uh, Supreme Intercontinental Championship crazy match. Um, and that all depends on what happens there. If Undisputed Era wins in that match, then Undisputed Era is definitely losing in this match. It's the way it's going to continue the feud between the OC and Undisputed Era. That's definitely going down no matter what. But I agree, Viking
1: Raiders taking it, and voila, boom. Dave Yeah, uh, I did not expect when you mentioned this, I didn't expect to have a three-way agreement. Uh this is solely to get a raw, a raw win on my card, uh, Viking Raiders. Uh I I I think that they can have the win over either of the other two teams. I don't think I think because Undisputed Era is Undisputed Era, I don't think that, that Rob Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish need a win here. I do know that Rod raw, raw needs a win on the show. Um, the, if they do a clean sweep, that'd be horrible. Um, and I think New Day has has uh, plenty of potency. Um, so I, I I liked your logic, and so I'm I'm gonna just copy Casey. Or I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna copy uh, Smarks here. And uh, yeah, that's where I'm going. or eh, a bunch of copycats. But, I mean that. No, it's that's gonna be probably the worst match on the. Yeah, yeah.
0: for sure. No doubt. It'll
1: be entertaining, but it'll be the worst match
0: on the card. So then we will move on to the first of the two Survivor Series matches. Um, But probably not actually the first one. It's just the first one on this page because it is the men's one, which I totally expect to be the main event. Um, or at least the last of the Survivor Series. Um, They'll probably put the women's Survivor Series match early in this night, and then the men's one later. But uh, on this here page, it's first. So I will do the men's Survivor Series match. We've got Team Raw, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Randy Orton, and Ricochet versus Team SmackDown, Roman Reigns, Mustafa (laughs) Ali, Braun Strowman, King Corbin, and Shorty G. Um, versus Team NXT, which this here page says TBA, and as far as I know, I don't think they even announced it last night. So we still don't know who Team NXT is officially going to be. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna, I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and answer so I can sneak in early.
1: Um, this is SmackDown. This is where Vince has sold uh, Fox on the fact that we have a better top-to-bottom roster for you guys, Fox. This will be SmackDown. And uh, it'll be a brawn domination, unfortunately. But I think mm-hmm. that's where, where this is going, is SmackDown, uh, Braun, and Roman. and um, you know, Maybe even Corbin gets a pin out of this. Uh, Shorty G's there to take the one SmackDown pin. I think four of them are left, and this is a SmackDown win. Uh, the only way there isn't four of them left is if, if four of them lose right away and Roman goes through ten other dudes. Cause you know it's Roman.
0: <laughs> yeah, All right. it's his yard, man. Yeah, yeah. So no, this we will is go to Justin next.
2: Yeah, you know what? Uh, that makes complete sense. They're also not gonna. I really like what they're doing with the whole uh, you know Corbin Roman thing. Um, they've just put more emphasis in SmackDown doing more for the Survivor Series, uh, matchup that they're going to have, find it completely weird, they don't have NXT's team announced at all, uh, so I feel like it's just gonna be just random NXT superstars in the match, so they're just not gonna win, they're not gonna take it, um, they're building SmackDown to be the A brand now, so I feel like SmackDown has to take it, cause that's what Vinnie Mac would want, and, um... Raw's going to look really, really I think in the match, because I feel like they're promoting it in the sense where it's SmackDown's the A brand NXT is the B brand and Raw ladies and gentlemen, after 30 years, is the C brand
0: but yeah, SmackDown's taking it. Well, this is going to be where uh, we have another agreement I think SmackDown wins this one Um, I thought your turn was going to pop up here. Oh, my turn is going to pop up it is the reason that Raw does not win. Okay. Um, and so, so to uh, let Justin in, uh, since he wasn't on uh, private the private conversation conversation um, before, um, my uh, prediction is that Kevin Owens is going to turn on Team Raw and lead uh, Team Raw to losing. Uh, he is going to side with Team NXT. And I think it's going to be the um, the way to get Kevin Owens down to uh, NXT again. That's been rumored for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, and it can start him into uh, a feud with the Undisputed Era. Since if you go back to Raw, um, the right. Undisputed Era attacked Kevin Owens against uh, Triple H's wishes. So. Uh, I think he's gonna I, go. I felt back. like
2: that was still planned though. Like Triple H said
0: he wasn't gonna get attacked, but he also said the same thing about Seth Rollins. Y- you say that, but if you watch in the ring, after as they start attacking Kevin Owens, he looks at them, he's he's literally you can read him say, What are you doing? And then uh Adam Cole Bebe uh says something back to him about, you know, we didn't exactly hear what it was, but it was something along the lines of we run this show or whatever we're taking them out and so they very uh clearly in my mind at least set up that uh, the undisputed era was going off script with that attack Mm. that they weren't supposed to attack at that time and that they chose to and that this leads to kevin owens wanting to come down to nxt to get his revenge and also that uh let's be honest triple h made a lot of good points Um, in that particular promo and Kevin Owens probably took him to heart so Kevin Owens turns on Team Raw uh, uh, which is what costs Team Raw the thing but I think Smackdown is the one who ends up coming out of it as the victor Um, but it just leads to Kevin Owens being down on team uh, on NXT in the end uh, even though they lose so I think we agree there
2: that has to be at the end of the end of the match, though. After everything is done, I feel, because if you do that before to make Team Raw lose, it kind of makes Kevin Owens' turn pointless. Even though,
0: if especially if NXT's team lose and SmackDown still wins, it, you know, the the turn can be really as simple as. Uh, Kevin Owens eliminating himself and walking away. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. He doesn't okay. necessarily have to help Team NXT, but he can hurt Team Raw by saying, I'm not part of you.
2: Okay, and then slowly yeah. build up him leaving Raw. Okay.
0: hmm Yep. Fair enough. And then the final of the predictions, although, like I said, most likely it happens within the first couple matches on the main show, the women's Survivor Series elimination match. Once again. Uh, the players are Team Raw, Charlotte Flair, Natalia, Asuka, Kyrie, Sane, and Sarah Logan, for some reason. Versus <laughs> Team SmackDown of Sasha Banks, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross. Versus Team NXT, that also says DBA on this here page. So, question mark? Yeah, what is going on with this? I... Well, they <laughs> have a pay-per-view the night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they're just hedging their bets in case of injuries or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. think like, I'm sure they so... have a plan, though, right? Like, <laughs> Well, the storyline, I think, is that uh, Triple H says, I'm not going to tell you who my members are until the last possible second because I don't want you guys to be able to game plan or whatever. Um, but mm. I think... In reality, I think they're probably hedging their bets um, a bit, making sure that uh, uh, people don't get injured in the War Games match. Because let's be honest, at least one or two of the members of Team NXT for both the men and the women are probably people who are in uh, the um, women, women's or men's War Games match the night before. And they just want to make more, sure. Yeah, if not more, if not almost the entire team right <laughs> so um but uh but I anticipate that we're gonna see a fair amount of that and since uh I went last last time I will go ahead and go first on this one and say I think this is um where NXT picks up the barely squeaking out a total uh victory on the night um and uh, somehow or another wins because quite frankly I think uh, the NXT women's division is uh, a little bit more well-developed top-to-bottom, at least, mm-hmm. than the, the Raw and SmackDown women's division. Like, don't get me wrong, Raw and SmackDown have some bigger stars overall, but they also have uh, Sarah Logan, a Dana Brooke, and a Lacey Evans, you know, that they have to deal with, whereas yeah. I think NXT will be able to field a five-person roster that are all top-tier in NXT. So that's where I'm going. Go ahead, Justin.
2: Yeah. Um, so in that sense, I NXT has to take it, I feel. It's predominantly going to be the majority of matches. NXT is going to win. Um, since SmackDown is going to get, like, those three triple threat matches, it's going to be one Raw, well, one SmackDown, one NXT. So it kind of gets like a fair, even Steven kind of thing. And then we're going to get, I feel like NXT might take over the majority of, like they might win like four matches on Survivor Series, but women's match. Yeah, it's going to have to go to NXT, but it's going to be tight because you can't make any of these women look too bad either. But it's gonna be like a struggle amongst everyone that's in the match. I also do feel like it might be a quick match. It's definitely not gonna be the main event. Um, NXT women are taking it in a tight match, pinning. um, Nikki Cross is where now? I always get confused. She's Uh, on SmackDown.
0: She's SmackDown, yeah.
2: SmackDown. So pinning SmackDown, Raw looks better here they're gonna to try to even out everyone's but nxt's gonna take the majority of the wins smackdown's gonna be second raw will be third but yeah nxt's taking it by pinning nikki cross because i feel like they're not doing anything
1: with her at the moment okay and last but not least Fabe, what you got well i i had nxt have their strong showing earlier in the night i think they showed up in every single match but i don't think they're winning this one um SmackDown again. I, I truly believe this is where Vince sold SmackDown it is top to bottom. Where the, that's your guys are going to have the stronger roster. Um, it shows on Raw's roster. Um, top in this women's match, you've got the the top person in this women's match is Charlotte. Um, uh, unless Baszler somehow is in it um after she's already been in a match so the top woman in this match is charlotte um she's over on raw but she got you know okay yeah she's got the tag team champs with her and everything but this is that's not where this is going um I think this is going to build the the next feud for uh, the SmackDown women's title. Uh, maybe not the next one, or one down the line that we have been freaking begging for for several years. <laughs> I want, I want Sasha Bailey. I want that match. I want it yep. for the title. Um, and I want it before Elimination Chamber. So it couldn't, it can happen at, it can happen at Royal Rumble for all I care. Uh, it can happen at TLC, but it's some, it, this sets up the ability for Sasha to say, listen, I led my team. Why'd you have to be the one who lost? You lost to the, to the lesser brand even. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, I think this sets up to, again, establish SmackDown as that, as that premium show. Um, and it, and it actually builds a feud that is absolutely 100% non-existent because there is not a title feud for Bailey right now after this is done.
0: Cool enough, Good enough. Okay? So just looking down the list here, that means that uh, both Justin and I predict that NXT is going to come out of this with three wins of the cross competition ones um uh making them the overall winners of the brand supremacy thing. And DA Fabe has SmackDown winning two, and then uh Raw and um no SmackDown winning three, excuse me. And then Raw and NXT splitting the other one. So so hmm. that'll be interesting. Um I I was trying to think of what we could do for a potential um uh, a tiebreaker and I couldn't really think of one so we should just hope there is no tie well with three there probably shouldn't be <laughs> so yeah, there likely should not be but with that with that being said uh, this has been a two hour podcast and um, it is uh, late so we will uh, probably wrap this up as of now Um, I always kind of ramble through at the end about like sharing and subscribing, but it is really important to us that you do those things, that you like our podcast on whatever platform you use. You subscribe to it. You share it with your friends on your social media, your Twitter machines and your Facebooks and and whatever's. Instagrams. Um, Yeah, your Instagrams. Uh, and and let other people know uh, about the wrestling booking unit and uh, get some more people uh, listening to this um, we also uh, send people over to Real Talk Radio go listen to Justin's podcast he talks about all sorts of stuff Not just wrestling. All sorts.
2: Not just wrestling, movies, music, entertainment, what's kind of going on. No politics, because politics is never fun. Uh, But everything else, anything, we call ourselves a spark uh, of everything entertainment. So that's what we try to do. Uh, Real Talk Radio 8 or at my personal one at JLB420. Thank you for sticking to us with this long, long podcast. Sorry about the surprise visit. But much appreciated for having me on again guys it's been a pleasure awesome thank you for joining us man yes
0: thanks again justin as always you can follow me on twitter at raw and order wbu you can uh always find d.a fabe at twitter at at d.a vincent k fabe Awesome. And then you can follow us on uh, uh, Facebook. Just search for Raw and Order WBU. We got a page there as well. Like and share and hey, subscribe hey. that. As well as on YouTube where we post video versions of these that are basically the, exactly the same as the audio version except there's some little special effects on the screen. Swirlies. But if, yeah, swirlies and stuff. Hey, That's how Star but,
2: Wars got there going. So, hey, you never know. We exactly. are the Star Wars of
0: podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe the 70s Battlestar Galactica of, of podcasts. Oh, but uh, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. But, but otherwise, um, we also, we talk about this and, um, you know, I just always like to point out to people that making a podcast uh, is a lot of work and it takes uh, some specialized equipment to make it sound good. And so, um, you know, liking, sharing, and subscribing is one way to help us. And another way is to go on anchor.fm slash raw and order WBU and click that support uh, button there and pledge to give us as little as a dollar a month. Uh, Every dollar helps us uh, prioritize this and make this sound better and get out to your ear holes faster. So uh, it definitely helps. um, In fact, supporting... Uh, that way helps probably more than um, our sponsorships help at the moment. So it's a great way to to keep things going. If you like our podcast and want us to keep doing it, that's a great way to do it there. But otherwise, um, we will wrap this up for this edition of the Wrestling Booking Unit, and uh, we will see you next time. Uh, really quickly, a uh, 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 broadcast note, programming note, we are probably going to be changing our recording times for future episodes and start recording this on Sundays uh to be released on Mondays for a lot of reasons but it just is easier on our schedules so we're going to probably start this Sunday with a Survivor Series recap show reaction show immediately recorded following uh Survivor Series on Sunday so um expect to get another podcast on Monday surprise Hey, kind of like Yay. what I did today, see? Yeah, we surprised. continue it on. But otherwise, we will uh close the books on this particular podcast. Uh thanks for listening. Case is closed.